0: So is Microsoft like? Are they about to buy Take Two? Are, are are they about are they about to buy Ubisoft? You know, uh, yeah. Like I don't know, man. That that's insane. What, what's your thoughts?
1: I mean, my thinking was along that same lines. Like Ubisoft, Take Two, maybe EA. I mean, Ooh. EA would be Ooh. big, but that would also be a friggin trigger show because yeah well maybe it wouldn't be maybe if microsoft takes ea we get less loot boxes <laughs> <laughs> less true. microtransactions. that's too. true that's true that might actually be a win um that might be a big dub yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> welcome welcome everyone to Lightheart Gamers episode 58. My name is Oxlite with Sparky3. Hopefully you're having an absolutely incredible day. Whatever day you're listening or perhaps watching this podcast at our YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash sparky3. Make sure to a like on the video, subscribe to the channel. Let's keep growing the channel. Be a friend, tell a friend that you're listening or watching. We would definitely greatly appreciate that. Uh, first off, happy birthday to the Nintendo GameCube. Just passed 20 years this week. Shout out to that. Love the GameCube uh you know we got we got some we got a pretty good episode here today we do we got some good talking points i'm really excited for some of the conversations that we have with some possible xbox purchases we got death loop uh probably one of the in my opinion probably the biggest gaming leak in history to kind to of talk about we got some good conversation points here and join with me as always to have those conversations i got zach here in studio zach man how you feeling today
1: i'm doing good just waiting for one more year and i can go drinking with my gamecube
0: yeah, that's right. One more year and you and the GameCube go out and get a drink together. That's right. Meanwhile, my GameCube is dead in the other room. Got to get a new one eventually. I, that is disappointing because I, I can't tell you how many times I'll look over at my, my game shelf and I'll just see all my GameCube games. I still own more games for the GameCube than any other console to this day. And I'll just look at them all and I'm like, man, that game sounds like it'd be fun to replay. Ah, oh, that one sounds like it'd be fun to replay. But nope, I got a dead GameCube. And I know I could just go out and get a Wii, but I mean... No, if you're, if you're going to play GameCube, you want the real experience, you know? You want to get a GameCube. You don't want to play it on the Wii.
1: You know what's bad? When I look at my GameCube, I go, hey, I still got the demo disc from Mario Double Karts.
0: <laughs> That's right. That did have <laughs> a demo. <laughs> Shout out to demo disc, man. That's a throwback, man. I, I, I miss the demo disc. We talked about that before where, you know, like I remember the one that I had had like the beautiful Joe and Splinter mm-hmm. Cell uh i can't remember there was like two or three more games on there but yeah shout out to demo disc man that's a that's a that's a call back there uh first and foremost if you could go follow us at twitter at LH podcast we'd appreciate that follow you can also go check out my other podcast animan plus follow that at twitter at animan podcast and i also have my new football podcast that just launched here recently go follow that at twitter at terrible show where you can get some of the worst opinions in sports uh maybe involving let's say some fantasy starts and sits and just horrible predictions but hey I did get one prediction right for this college uh, Sunday. I did make a prediction that unranked Michigan State was going to beat my squad, uh, Miami. And I called that one to a T because my, my team looks like dog shit. So <laughs> I got that one right. The way that I described it is like Michigan State has shown me reasons why they're a good team. Miami has shown me reasons why they're not a good team. So that, that's basically where we're at on things. Uh, but lastly, if you want to support us further, the Patreon is a great way to do so. But don't feel up Just listen to the show. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe to the channel. That's good enough, but hey, if you wanna if you got the extra cash you want to throw away, patreon.com forward slash sparky3 is the place to go to. That will also be on the, down in the description below. All right, let's go ahead and just hop into it. Let's go through some of the quick news and rumors that we have going on, and then we'll jump into all the conversations that we have for this week. Uh, we'll kick things off with the rumor mill. You know, as always, you know, we're just reporting these uh, just for your attention in case they could be, be true later on. Uh, they are just rumors. Don't shoot the messengers here. Uh, so the first thing we got is uh, Bungie might be working on a Destiny mobile game based on a recent job listing. All right, interesting. Uh, there is apparently a Jurassic Park horror FPS game in the works. I think the title I saw was like, I think it was like Lost World Jurassic
1: Park. See, I, th- I think was it's sort title. of interesting because I saw you pop that on the script, and when the next day, I saw at least two articles from other news sources going on searching if this is an actual thing or not. Every time,
0: every time, every time I every time I find something, I'm like, "Ooh, that could be a good one." You know, that's av- that's when it starts getting reported. And I'm just like, "Damn it, I need to start tweeting this out more." <laughs> Need to start doing that. Uh, Fire Sprite Studios is apparently uh, reportedly working on a VR Horizon game. Now the, now, the little tidbit about this is that it is not Zero Dawn or Forbidden West. So it's just a completely a, a off game based in the Horizon universe that will be VR. So that, you know, I'm sure we'll probably, if that is a thing, I'm sure we will see that next year when, you know, Sony's already confirmed that next year we'll see more about the PSVR too. So, I'd wait for next year on that one. Uh, Here's one that I thought, you know, that you might be interested in, Zach. Apparently, a Persona 3 remake could be revealed sometime soon. You know, we had kind of talked about that a while back when it came to Persona's 25th anniversary, Mm -hmm. whatever, and they announced the big, you know, timeline for the next year where there's going to be like a bunch of game announcements and whatever, and we were kind of speculating what could come. You know, one thing that I proposed to you, because obviously, I just don't know how, how it would work in Persona, you know, with the games and how they normally do stuff. But one question I did propose is would they maybe port up the old three into like a trilogy or maybe we would get a remake or what, whatever. But Persona 3 remake, uh, you know, do you think that could be a possibility?
1: I mean, yeah, no, it makes sense. I think when you asked me back that, I think I said 3 was a remake because 1 and 2 actually got remakes for the PSP when persona started becoming real popular over here in the west Mm -hmm. so a three remake would be understandable i could definitely see it three sort of where the whole system for four and five started and then there's the second half of three which was pretty tedious which they could have cleaned up okay
0: gotcha and i know we're still waiting on the potential like persona Four golden going like console right yeah that's still just on what ps vita and just steam now
1: yes okay
0: well, I mean, uh, when it comes to that, uh, Pia, uh, that Persona 3 remake, from my understanding, if that's going to happen, we'll know before September's over. That's to my understanding. Um, and the last little thing in the room mill, which I thought was kind of interesting because this is a conversation point that we had a while back when we saw the sales numbers on Age of Calamity. Uh, but Koei Tecmo is apparently set to release two core Nintendo games in 2022. So Age of Calamity became like their highest selling uh, Warriors game they've ever had. Over, over their main ship franchise of Dynasty Warriors,
1: yeah.
0: uh, which, you know, it's fair. It's a very popular Nintendo IP of Legend of Zelda, you know, in that Warrior style, whatever, the first Warriors game, you know, a, a spinoff that's a lot of fun, while Edge Calamity is a prequel to, obviously, popular Breath of the Wild. You know, we had Fire Emblem Warriors that did really well in Cells as well, so now it's like they're going to do two more potentially What could it be? Because that was the question that we had a while back. You know, could it just be another Zelda one? I mean, maybe. I I would not think so because next year is kind of slated for Breath of the Wild 2. And they usually... Usually just try to do one Zelda game a year. Uh, Could it be another Fire Emblem one? That would be cool because, I mean, hey, get some of the Three Houses characters in there. You know, they obviously wasn't in the last one because the Three Houses wasn't out yet, so that's a possibility. Maybe even a Three Houses sequel, you know, or a prequel or whatever, kind of like they did with Age of Calamity. Maybe, you know, then another one like Star Fox. I think Star Fox would be cool. At least give a little life to the franchise that's basically
1: dead. What I would love to see was bring back the Donkey Kong 64 crew. Yo! Beat him up! Yes, 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 yes! (laughs)
0: Donkey Kong Warriors, let's do it, man! Give me Chunky Kong, who's been dead since the '64 game.
1: Get cranky out there! Yes. Reveal all his secrets that people apparently search.
0: Yes, yes. You know you can play as uh, Funky Kong, who you know. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna pull up that that picture that Andy sent us uh, yesterday because that was hysterical. Our friend, yeah, our good friend Andy uh, just randomly looked up Donkey Kong on. Uh, on, on Google and it had a, a one question. I'm having trouble finding it actually. Uh, where is it? Did he send it to me? I think he just
1: put it, send it to you directly.
0: Oh yeah, he did. My bad. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Found it. So yeah, he just looked up Donkey Kong. Right. And one of the, the people also asked questions is, um, is funky Kong dead? And it says funky Kong appeared yet again to stop judgment day. Unfortunately, even with the Sprite Cranberry gifted to him by LeBron James, Funky Kong was killed by Pikmin Tails. Like, what? The, like, what the, who comes up with this shit? Uh, but no, a Donkey Kong one would be pretty hype, man. I mean, playing as all the different Kongs, King K. Rule, and other characters that's appeared in the franchise, maybe a Kirby one. Uh, I mean, you know, Nintendo likes to give Kirby a push on occasion. Maybe a Mario yeah. one. You know, I don't know. I'm, either way, that's gonna be really cool to see. You know, if that ends up happening, it's gonna be really cool. To see. I
1: would doubt Mario because they have the um, second rabbits Mario Kingdom coming out that's next true. year.
0: That's true. That's true. That's uh, true. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put money on it now. Lighthearted Gamers episode fifty eight. Uh, we're gonna get a another Fire Emblem Warriors. I'm gonna go ahead and put money on that one right now. You know, so I'll loop back to this like. A year from now and we'll probably see if, we'll see if i'm right <laughs> all right let's hop over some quick news uh very briefly here so the first thing we got up is uh involving pokemon unite has reached 9 million downloads and keep in mind the mobile version is not out yet it's coming soon uh so shout out to the massive success of, of pokemon unite shout out to everyone that's uh sitting there saying the game is dead uh, when it is not dead. <laughs> it, it's doing pretty well. It's exceeded all expectations. Let's go ahead and say that. Yes, It's, de- definitely. it's definitely done that. The uh, game is very fucking frustrating. The matchmaking is so horrendous.
1: Oh, I've been seeing tons of articles about people not being able to trust their teammates who yeah. surrender at the last minute, and another article about Pokemon Unite players don't want to surrender.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Man, the matchmaking is so brutal. Like, we've got to get better with the matchmaking in that game. It is, it is so... I I really enjoy that game, but I absolutely hate playing without you guys. I absolutely hate it. It's it's an absolute nightmare. Um, so, and you know, another piece of news we got. We're going to kind of wrap up from a conversation that we had last week. Because last week, of course, you know, we talked about the PS Five showcase and talking about God of War. One of the uh, little tidbits was this game will wrap up the Norse you know, the Norse story, which, you know, kind of cut us a little bit off guard where it's like, well, you know, we kind of figured it may be a trilogy. That's how a lot of games do. Uh, but recently Corey did come out and say that the only reason I, that it is going to finish the Norse saga is so fans won't have to wait so long to complete this story because the average development time is four to five years. So yeah. it's like, okay, all right, you know what? Fair, fair enough.
1: And to be fair to get through all of the Greek mythos, it took like six games.
0: Yeah. So I, that, that's definitely what he's looking at here. It's just like, yeah do we really want to do that again? It's like, eh, probably not. Let's go ahead and just end it now. We'll hop over to maybe like you pitch, maybe Chinese mythology. (laughs) Let's go over to there. You know, let's have a good time over there. Uh, And then, you know, then of course it is delay season. We got three delays lined up for you. The first one. And this one's been delayed. Like I think, uh, I think three or four times from what I saw, but Doki Doki literature club, the physical version uh, is delayed to October 8th now of this year. Um, this is the plus version, whatever it's already out. I mean, you can already buy it. It's already out digitally, but if you wanted that physical version, it has been delayed, uh, an extra few weeks. I think it was actually supposed to come out here in like literally a couple days. So, uh, next delay we have up is dying. Like two is delayed to, it's delayed to February. Jesus Christ. That February is loaded. Yes, it is. I feel bad for people that are a fan of every game that's coming out in February. I feel horrible for them. Because, like, luckily for me, with all the games coming out in February, like I, if I'm the only one off the top of my head that I know I'm getting is Horizon. The rest of them, they're not really in my wheelhouse. So it's just like, okay, I can not have my wallet be murdered in one month. Uh, but for people that might be a fan of all, like, the six big titles in February, I feel bad for you guys. That's not going to be a good month. Uh, and there was also a delay on Battlefield 2042. That was only delayed a few weeks to uh, no, uh, November 19th, uh, which I got to say – when the, when the news started to break from some insiders that, you know, hey, the game is being delayed, but they didn't specify how long. They didn't say, oh, just be a few weeks. Don't yeah. worry. Dude, EA stock prices fucking plummeted. Oh, I'm not surprised because
1: <laughs> people were really looking for 2042. Luckily, it only, was, only pushed back about um, just under a month. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, dude, they they lost a lot of money in stock prices. That's EA got hit hard. So, you know, no big you know, really no big deal there. I mean, like you said, it is just a couple weeks, so it is what it is. Um, all right, let's hop over to let's have let's have some good conversations here today, ladies and gentlemen. Uh so first up, this past week we did have the release of Deathloop. Uh, coming out on the PS5 and PC. Uh, Zach here did pick it up for PC to give it a shot. Zach, how how has Deathloop been treating you? Because from what I've seen, you know, I I know you kind of told me privately of a few possible, like, you know, game issues, whatever. But from what I've seen, the game is being reviewed and being, everyone's saying it's actually a really good game and it's exceeded a lot of expectations. Is that the same for you and what's your thoughts on it?
1: Most definitely. Like, Loop itself, the game and just its whole thing going on in mechanics, it is a just fantastic, fun game. The one thing I do say about it, though, because I've seen some other just player reviews complain about it, is yeah. it's a game, if you want to actually enjoy it, you have mm-hmm. to be willing to experiment with the, system, with the game system and the different loadouts and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. if you're just going to go in like a regular shooter and just... Bang, 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 follow the leads to kill the visionaries and just run straight through it and don't aren't willing to play with the world, don't pick up the game. It's not worth it because it's a very quick... That's if, good to know. If you're just going to do that, it's just a quick run through for the visionaries. If you're
0: set in your ways, the game's not going to be for you. Yeah. Got you.
1: Um, because like one of the dumb things I was able to do early on before getting all the four unlocking powers and whatnot was... There's a, there's a shop that's just called Candy, and it's just filled with a bunch of gumball machines. Nice. I kicked a gumball machine, a drum, bunch of gumballs on the floor. I opened a door, and one of the, um, what they're called internalists, just the normal uh, walkers around, mm-hmm. goes, that's strange. Was that always open? Walks <laughs> in, hits the gumballs, and just falls on his ass. So I was just like. I don't know when else I'm ever going to use this, but that's nice to know. That's that's actually <laughs> just, really funny. I just <laughs> I just picture me in a firefight, see a gumball, be boom, see yourself so a fall to the <laughs> That's
0: absolutely amazing.
1: <laughs> so I mean, there's things in the environment that, if you're willing to play with the world and whatnot, this will be. It's a very fun game. Like, um. Which, I, as a you mentioned, I picked it up on PC because mm-hmm. it is only on PlayStation Five and PC at the time being. It will not release on any other systems until September of next year, so it's a whole year on just on those two. And um, again, uh, if you are wanting to pick it up, I would if you have one, I would highly suggest the PlayStation Five at this point versus PC because one of the big things that people have been hating about the PC is the game uh, engine. That Arcane uses for Deathloop, it does not sit right on PCs. It messes up the frames and whatnot, causes screen stuttering, things like that. Mm-hmm. Eats up CPU for uh, not top of the line rigs. Even high, uh, high dollar rigs still have a frame stuttering and whatnot no. trying to run. Oh, that's good. Cool. Okay, that's good enough. So I mean, if you're real set on PC and frame rates, I would hold off on Deathloop until some patches come out and it fixes it eventually. If you Honestly, don't care about frames and just want to enjoy the game. By all means, pick it up or if you wait, um, for Black Friday, where it'll yeah, probably, we'll probably be like be on sale, <laughs> probably be on sale, like 10 20 off. Probably,
0: it, it fits in that niche of okay, yeah, that game will probably be on sale. Black Friday, you can always predict what will be on sale.
1: <laughs> well, with as you said, it's reviewed very highly because even the reviews of people of players who are complaining about the frame rates are only all of them, almost all of them, mentioning it. It's, A fun game in and out from the bits they've touched, but the frame rates just kill it for them. So they're just going to set it down and come back to it once that's fixed. But very few have I had just say they just absolutely dislike the game. And it's mostly people who I said just run through it, follow leads, kill everyone and aren't willing to experiment. Yeah, Yeah, play with the world.
0: I will say, like, you know, I've seen a lot of people that, like, what you're saying has experimented really, like, you know, say that, hey, this is a great game, exceed a lot of expectations, whatever, blah, blah. The uh, the critics you know are, are giving this game like some really high ratings, but then this game, unfortunately, as we are, this is still a culture that we are very much in. This game is getting very heavily user bombed. Yeah. So based on how you're talking, and based you know just from the little bit you've told me privately and here on the show, I feel like the user bombs are probably the people that did not necessarily experiment because I, I even I, I follow one particular person on Twitter who just you know he does a pretty good job for tweeting out some news yeah. and stuff, and he picked up the game and uh, he was complaining about um, losing like a golden gun or something after dying and literally everyone in the comments was just like you know the way that yeah, the situation he explained everyone said yo dude that's literally in the tutorial like yeah no it is yeah that's literally in the tutorial like you you why didn't you just watch that so i feel like the user bombing that's happening for death loop right now is one a mix of xbox players potentially being salty <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's be real <laughs> and two i guess people that it, that's not experimenting
1: I mean it's sort of it's that's sort of amazes me because like the first good hour, it, depending on how quickly you're running through it, is literally just tutorial introducing you all the systems right because more or less the base setup is you wake up on a beach, you pick up stuff, you get killed, you wake up on the beach again, and it's just a constant loop so the main game base is you're following leads to ideally kill the eight visionaries to break the loop so you can free yourself from this constantly looping day the trick is though you only get um there's four zones and there's four times a day you're not timed or anything once you're in a zone it's going to stay that time of day until you leave the zone Mm -hmm. so if you want just play around as much as you want but each zone is set up differently based on what time of day you go there and anything you've possibly done that's impactful enough on the previous in the previous areas during the day and once you finish a day, it resets. You wake up on that beach again, and you lose everything. The way to present that, prevent that is there's a resource called Residium that's just an item off visionaries you kill and things like that that you collect. And at the end of the day, if you survive, because I, th- I haven't died too often with a lot of loot, but most of the time when you die, it just you lose everything. <laughs> Right. Um, but luckily the game's nice and you get three chances. You get three chances in each zone to die. If you die a third time, well, you're screwed up. Um, but when you get to the last portion of the day, it's just like, all right, here's everything you've collected today. Use whatever residium you want to keep your loadout. So you can go right back to the start of the beach, continue on with whatever loadout you have. So if you have a gun you really like, lock that, lock it in, keep it for the next day. So, I mean, it's a fun system. I've enjoyed messing around as I have acquired powers. Mm-hmm. It, you get so many more options to play around with. Um, my favorite <laughs> ability so far is the shift ability, which is just a short-range teleport. Mm-hmm. But I enjoy it because I like running around with just a machete and... Um, right on. What's Going old school. <laughs> with the machete and the, the, the magnum, which I can't think of what the magnum's called right this moment. Um, so I'm literally just shifting, cutting people. Shift again, shoot. Right, <laughs> and it's it's always entertaining because you can dual wield. So I can have a machete in one hand, gun in the other.
0: Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> <laughs> I love that.
1: <laughs> um, so yeah, no, the, the aim is very enjoyable if you're really willing to mess around and experiment in the world, see what all you can ideally do. And like one of the big things I've said since we started talking about Data Loop is if you can move like they show in the trailers, and besides the Bit of frame rates that sort of kills it about can just about if you um, control it right. Do the movements they were showing off in the trailers, it just move, kill, shift, kill, move, switch, go.
0: That's good to know because I remember when Deathloop was like really first revealed. I actually remember you saying to me, maybe on this show or privately, that was one of your questions about the game. I remember you saying, like, yeah, if you can actually move like they're showing, this game's gonna be pretty fun. I remember you saying that,
1: yeah, just because. Just quick movement and be able to use the environment wells. I always enjoy that in games yeah, yeah, yeah. and being to experiment and just play with it and see what happens.
0: Right now, this might be a dumb question, but how, you know how much is like because I, I know they are, but how much is other players in a in a big factor in this? Because from what from what I've seen online is like people can just come in, and just fuck your shit up, and yeah. just kind of ruin your day. Is that pretty much how it is all, all all the time, or only some of the time, or what? Well, you
1: can actually turn it off if you okay. really don't want to mess with it because. Okay what what that's referencing? That'd be good for Andy. Yeah, <laughs> what that's referencing is the other character Juliana. She's the only other character in the game in Viewpoint, only your character Colt and Juliana are the only ones who retain memories from every loop. Okay. So they're the only ones aware of each day going through. And um the once you get to a certain, to the main game, you can go and play Protect the Loop where you play as Juliana and it just puts you in people's games to murder them. And you the only reason, really, to do that is just you want to mess with something other than single player, and by doing that, you increase your hunter rank, which unlocks outfits uh, for both Colt and Juliana. And I mean, it is can be annoying, but it can also be very fun because it becomes a thing of Juliana's whole thing is she can disguise herself as any of the NPCs in game, but Juliana gets only one life, where you have where as Colt you have three. I mean, if a Juliana managed to get in your game and um, just picks up a rifle or something and able to hide from you, yeah, sort of cheeky and not much you can do about it. But, I mean, so far I haven't been reset too badly. I think only one time was it real bad, but it was a quick fix of just quickly run through because, as I said, uh, it is a time loop game. Things pretty much progress the same way. It was just a pain of just repeating a good 15, 20 minutes, but wasn't too bad. Um, but it can be fun because it's very much a game of what other people said, cat and mouse, of you figuring out where Juliana is, trying out with the Juliana to kill them before they kill you three times. And it, the game even just gives you a gnaw, knowing that, hey, someone's here. It literally pops in the middle of the screen, Juliana's on the hunt, and you're just like, okay. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, even in the tutorial it mentions it, the only time Juliana will actually appear is in a zone where a visionary is. Okay. So, you don't really have to worry about it if there's no visionary in the area. But if you're trying to hunt down one, I mean, it can become annoying. But you sort of have to deal with it anyway because she's technically one of the visionaries. So, you got to fight her regardless right. in a loop. <laughs> hmm.
0: Okay. Okay. You know, pretty overall, pretty solid game. Uh, for, uh, on you know, PlayStation only by an Xbox company, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bethesda, Arcane, they pumped out a really good game. The only other thing I really want to mention with it is just it doesn't do traditional storytelling. There is a story going on between all the dialogue between Colt and uh, Juliana, since they're always on the radio together. But if you actually want to dive into the, the actual stories of each of the characters, Colt, Juliana, and the other visionaries, you actually have to be willing to look around and collect like documents, terminal messages, and audio logs if you actually want to find out why each of these people are actually here on this island and what's overall going on. Because mm-hmm. the main story overall is just if you don't look at that stuff, is Colt just having amnesia, figuring out what the heck's going on, trying to break the loop so he can get done with this bullshit. You
0: just get, just get it over with and move on with his life. Pretty much.
1: <laughs> Colt, Colt wakes up, he gets killed by at once, and he's just like, fuck this shit. <laughs> this
0: is fucking stupid. I hate this.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Colt's a very enjoyable <laughs> character.
0: Okay, uh, yeah, that that's kind of the the gist that I've gathered online, too, is that he's actually a pretty, pretty dope character.
1: Yeah, it's pretty funny because, like, in the very first part, where Juliana, more or less during the tutorial, Juliana's just like, you can find your own way out. And you got, and the best part about it is, if you see in videos and whatnot, it shows, like, these white words just popping up everywhere, mm-hmm. sort of, like, directing the player. Colt sees that.
0: Like the actual words popping up. He
1: actually sees that crap uh, uh, and he uh. addresses it. That's
0: great. <laughs> so like the
1: first time it really happens, like, what is this shit? Am I losing my mind? <laughs> <laughs> it is great because the first when he first wakes up, he's just like, Where am I? Who am I? <laughs> and he's walking around and just at one point it just starts popping out, Colt, 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 Colt. Colt? Is that me? Yeah, that's gotta be me. I'm Colt. <laughs> and Juliana's <laughs> like, are you finally back? I was like, yeah, this is Colt. <laughs> it's, it's, they have Juliana and Colt have a very good interactions. And Colt's Colt character is very entertaining. Especially with the whole, the words he's saying and they just address all of it. So yeah, it's very enjoyable dialogue and everything. And just even the bits of audio logs and things like that you find are also very enjoyable because they do it in a way for each of the characters to really en- engross the characters with the very little audio dialogue you hear from each of them while you're hunting them down.
0: So, how many? Okay, last two questions for me on this. Uh, how many? How many hours have you have you dumped into this already? Uh, and with the time that you have played, if you had to just like give it a rating, what would you what would you give it? Is obviously I know you would tell people to kind of hold off and buy until some patches are out if you're going to play it on PC. But I mean, what, what kind of rating would you give this thing?
1: Um, as for my current rating, I would probably give it an eight out of 10 personally, mostly just for my experience on the PC and the whole stuttering of uh, once that gets patched out, I'd probably give it an easy nine. Uh, as for how many hours I've put in currently, I've only put in about eight or so in between work and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I think I'm like midway into the game in terms of actually killing off all the visionaries in a single <coughs> loop.
0: Gotcha, and key word he said easy nines. So that's pretty impressive. That's that's pretty impressive. Sounds like uh, sounds like they really created a pretty good game, uh, Beth- yeah. Bethesda and Arcane did. Um, let, let's jump over to our next topic, which does involve you know you know it c- kind of involves you know Xbox Studios, of course. So we we talked about this briefly, very very briefly, many months back, right? after the bethesda purchase was finalized once that purchase was done set in stone whatever we were seeing a lot of reports from insiders saying that you know xbox is gearing up for another big you know another big purchase and they they were saying that this this next one is going to be greater than bethesda where it's like okay i mean yes there are studios greater than bethesda but that's that's big.
1: That's a lot of money.
0: That's a one. That's one that, that's that's a good, and that's a point as well. It's like, you know, is you know, when we're saying greater but that's do we just mean the money? Do we mean like, you know, the studio? That's it's going to be big, obviously. Uh, but now there's been some new rumors kind of popping up right now where it's just like you know that there's it's it's gearing up to be announced because initially when this came out, uh, the initial reaction, the initial news was like it'll either be announced at the end of 2021 or beginning of 2022. So these kind of popping out now, it makes sense that we're potentially gearing up for it. So who could it be? You know, like, I mean, obviously the, with the Bethesda purchase, you know, that that hit a lot of PlayStation players in the gut because, you know, yeah. they're, they're not going to get Starfield. It doesn't seem like they're going to get any more new Fallouts or Elder Scrolls, at least from what Xbox and Microsoft are saying. You know, Deathloop was a already agreed-upon game as well, as well as Ghostwire Tokyo. But, man, who could it be? Who could it be that this giant purchase could be involved with? Um, I, don't, I don't know why, but for some reason... It's sticking out to me because I, when it's saying greater than Bethesda, it's like you know who all is going to be greater than Bethesda besides like the main three publishers. You know what I mean? The yeah. ones that make consoles. Besides those, who's greater than Bethesda? I mean, there are some, but they're very rare and in between. Mm-hmm. So is Microsoft like? Are they about to buy Take Two? Are, are are they about are they about to buy Ubisoft? You know, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. That that's insane. What, what's your thoughts?
1: I mean, my it was along that same lines. Like Ubisoft take two, maybe EA. I mean, Ooh. EA would be Ooh. big, but that would also be a friggin' trigger show because. Yeah. Well, maybe it wouldn't be. Maybe if Microsoft takes EA, we get less loot boxes. <laughs> <laughs> less true. microtransactions. That's too. true. That's true. That might actually be a win. Um. That might be a big dub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, my, I was thinking something like that. Um, I know I jokingly said, they're going to take Sony. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 you did, you did.
0: <laughs> See, I will say some of my initial thoughts before we got, like, the sayings that, oh, it's going to be bigger than Bethesda. Some of my initial thoughts is, oh, they're going to buy, like, Capcom. They're going to buy Sega. You know, mm-hmm. Sega was one of my, one of my top ones. I, I really thought, like, I still think it's possible down the line that Microsoft will swoop in and buy Sega. Someone will buy Sega. It's eventually. Just, eventually. It's just a matter of who. Personally, I would just like to see Nintendo buy them. They yeah. had, that's my personal opinion. But, you know, but greater than Bethesda, I mean, man, I—I I, for some reason, for some reason, Take-Two is sticking out to me. I don't know why. I want to believe not because of how Take-Two has, like, so many different things they have going on where they don't need to be purchased. You know, I mean, Bethesda didn't either. But it's just like, you know, with Rockstar under their umbrella, mm-hmm. you know, all the 2, 2K stuff that they do, they don't, you know, it's like, okay, well, you can really stand on your own. So, I don't know. Maybe Ubisoft. I, I think, it, I mean, with, with the amount of drama that Ubisoft was dealing with last year, they're kind of in a rocky spot, you know? Yeah. Kind of makes sense. Imagine that, dude. Imagine Micro, uh, Microsoft comes in and buys Ubisoft. Imagine Assassin's Creed. Being an Xbox exclusive going forward. Assassin's Creed Infinity that we've talked about. This online hub game, whatever. Being an Xbox exclusive. That would be insane. Would it? I would I would safely assume it would be. I, I mean, they're not willing to share the Bethesda stuff. You know, if they're... And especially if it's going to be a shit ton of money like Bethesda was. If it's going like, to... They're not going to share the properties. They're just not. If you're spending that much money for whatever you're buying, you're not going to share the properties.
1: Well... Do- I don't know. I mean, buying Ubisoft would be a great boon for Microsoft and making their games exclusive, but specifically Assassin's Creed, I don't know. Everyone's still on the fence about Infinity. We'll see how that yeah, goes. That, okay, that is true. Ubisoft uh, L licenses in general, though, would be good, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. That and Far Cry, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. and then Ubisoft's also a uh, Siege.
0: Oh, yeah, it is. It is. Yep. Oh, man. Uh I... All right, I'm 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 gonna take the money line. I'm gonna take Ubisoft. That's who they're gonna buy. I, I, whenever this purchase does happen, it, you know, if it is like like we like we are assuming from everything that we've heard about, pretty much on two different occasions this year, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how much the internet's gonna explode from it. I'm I'm gonna I'm I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and put money on uh, Ubisoft.
1: Curious, what would you think about if they took Bioware?
0: Ooh, well, hang on. Oh, could, Well, I mean, yeah, I guess they could technically do that. They would just have to work out a deal with EA, right? Because EA is – BioWare is under EA, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, they just have to work out a deal. I I mean, I would be cool with that. I'd be cool with that.
1: But that also – I thought of that, but at the same time I was like, would you consider that greater than uh, Bethesda? I mean, BioWare has some good games, but –
0: Maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Maybe 10 years ago.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, I I threw that out there, but at the same time I was like – Would Bioware be considered better than Bethesda right now?
0: No, not not today. (laughs) (laughs) Ten years ago, maybe. (laughs) they would be in contention. No, it'll be interesting to see, man. I'm pumped up for it. Um, Just because, hey, shout out to Xbox for no longer taking some shit. Because they took a lot of shit, Xbox One generation, of having no exclusives. Who has exclusives now, motherfuckers?
1: Still PlayStation 5. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I do find it funny that every... I didn't even mention it the last uh, week, but during the place the Sony uh, showcase of PlayStation Five, all the exclusives they showed, not a single one was for this year.
0: Yeah, I know, man. Their big launch for this year is just fucking Death Loop, an Xbox game oh dude what a meme because we like at this point they they have like, with since we had the showcase it's already come and gone sony has officially thrown in the towel for this holiday it's just like we got nothing
1: i mean we joke about that but definitely turned out pretty good so it,
0: it did it did i um you know the only other thing for sony that's coming out this year is gonna be in my opinion somewhat kind of big even though it's an indie game it's just keen Bridge of Bridges spirits that's coming out literally a few days uh but other than that i can't think of anything else that's actually coming out this year for them
1: you know what might come out though Huh. supposing n 64 on the Nintendo switch online
0: yeah yeah so okay you know we talked about the game boy and the game boy color you know just uh, you know a few like what last week week before yeah uh, you know this uh, came originally from insider you know Nate Drake uh, known as Nate the hates and then Eurogamer kind of put out an, uh, an article
1: really his name's Nate Drake
0: to my yeah, I, from what I, from what I read online, yes, Nate Drake. I don't. I, I'm assuming that's just me making an assumption. I mean, the all name I, everyone all knows I can think my, is Nathan Drake.
1: Now, thanks. I mean, you're welcome. So I just picture uh, Nathan Drake with a fucking. <laughs> pencil what uh pocket protectors some glasses on a keyboard ready right? i'm I here mean, to search for l- listen, shit listen
0: I, I could be wrong on that name all right because i mean this is one of those faceless you know youtubers faceless you know uh you know content creators so i could be wrong on that i just read that in an article i'm just i'm just making a big assumption i mean here. there's
1: nothing wrong with that name it's just it makes me I think know, of nathan drake
0: So if if people are listening and I'm wrong, my bad, all right? I read it in an article, okay? Nate the Hate is what people know him as. Okay. Uh, Anyway, you know, he's the one that initially kind of put that out, then Eurogamer kind of doubled down on it, and Eurogamer also doubled down saying, you know, there are more retro consoles in the cards, which brought us to a question. What does that mean? Does that mean the classic? Does that mean online? Well, just uh, here recently, Nate the Hate uh, put out another, like, hour-long, like, episode along with uh, MVG talking about it where – Nate's just like, okay, yeah, Eurogamer did, you know, put that out, so I'm here to address Eurogamer. I'm here to address everyone about what that means. It does mean N64 is on the way. So that that's a really interesting conversation because it's something that we already kind of touched on before, and it's something I feel like we've talked about a couple times. Because like one of the big uh, aspects about this is the rumblings of you know, a premium tier coming, a second mm-hmm. version of Nintendo Switch Online where it's just like, you know, you pay for this version for $20 a year like we are right now, and you pay for another version for X amount of dollars a year, and you get so much more content. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, Nintendo likes their money. We know this. Yeah. We know this with how they release anything. that they, 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 they go full price. That's how they are. Um, so it's kind of the same thing here is that they probably see what they have in, you know, Nintendo Switch Online. It's like, we have like a 100 plus games of our classic catalog that we're giving to you for 20 bucks a year. Like we could make more money off of this. You know what I mean? And, you know, I, I know, a lot of people in the fandom in the community they, they really dog dog pile on nintendo when they release new games because at this point in time whenever nintendo does release new games that online every few months it's pr- it's pretty bottom of the barrel is it yeah it's been pretty shitty for a while because i mean they launched with a majority of the good stuff and keep in mind there's still good stuff they have not released yet keep that in mind you know like like the like super nintendo for example mm-hmm. you know there's still some really notable titles that they have not launched online but when the online launched it Already had a lot of them. Uh, it already had a majority of the big ones. It had Super Metroid, Mar- you know, Mar- uh, the Super Mario Kart, whatever. You know, it had Super Mario World, it had Link to the Past. It had all the big ones already. But I think Super Mario RPG is one that was actually missing. Uh, but you know, ever you know, like I said, for the past year, it's like every few months, it's just like really dumb, stupid titles. It's like that was a game. I had no idea. It's like one of those like bullshit little indie games almost. Yeah. Um, but with n sixty four potentially coming, man. Like I could see that premium tier. If they're gonna launch N sixty four for Nintendo Switch online, I I do think there's gonna be a premium tier. I, mm-hmm. I really do. And it's gonna allow access to some of like the better games, whatever. Uh, and it's just a matter of when. Is it like is Game Boy and Game Boy Color going to come out in you know first and by itself and N sixty four later? And you know, also talking about this, uh, one little thing that kind of came out that gives some more speculation, I guess more credibility to Nate the Hate and, you know, Eurogamer and everything, is that recently Nintendo did file an FCC listing for a new controller for their Switch. Uh, the model number was HAC043. Now, the, only, the interesting about this is that HAC042 was the wireless Super Nintendo controller that they released to be used for Nintendo Switch Online, prompting people to think that this uh, uh, 43 model is just the N64, a wireless controller, right? You Which, know what it
1: really is? What? the freaking gun oh please no <laughs> please no suddenly you got duck hunt on there everywhere again no 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 No, here, here, here's
0: the real kicker the uh zero four three is like the virtual boy the virtual Boy <laughs> controller it's just like all right boys hey remember labo bust that cardboard out. out yeah put that on here's your virtual boy controller we're about to give people headaches all over again let's throw let's really throw it back
1: oh man
0: Now, you know, involving the N64 and the GBA and GBC, you know, one conversation that we had is that, okay, kind of disappointing, there's no GBA. But I I saw someone point this out, and once I read it, I'm just like, that's a good point, is maybe the reason why there's not going to be GBA, and, like, let's say N64 will come later, because think about it, with Super NES, NES, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, they released Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and that's kind of like, that's kind of the cutoff point for that era of gaming. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So after that, you know, you get into the three D era, you know, where you're gonna get the N sixty four, potentially the GameCube shout out to the twentieth anniversary. And then, you know, more, you know, not obviously three D, but you know, better graphics of the GBA. So that was, that was a good point where it's just like, that's the cutoff. It's like one era's done and on their servers, whatever, you know, and now we're starting the new era with N64. You know, with the N64 potentially coming, do you think, Yeah, you know, I know we've had this conversation before, but I mean, do you believe there's going to be like a higher paid subscription?
1: I mean, I would not be surprised by it, it if Nintendo. something <laughs> like that did happen, if they were planning on doing something like that. Um, because... Yeah, it would take a bit more to pay to keep those polygons on their servers. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if we see Game Boy and maybe Game Boy Color released and stacked at that same tier with the what we currently have on Game Boy or Nintendo Switch Online, if they do then bring in the next generation of Nintendo stuff, possibly a higher tier. I cannot say for sure, though, because it's Nintendo, they might, they might not. They may just release another game again just to make money again. So. see,
0: You're so right saying that because like when it comes to Nintendo, just when you think you figured them out, just when you were just like, okay, this is exactly what they're going to do because it makes so much fucking sense, then they go the complete opposite direction. Nintendo goes by the beat of their own drum, man. <laughs> yeah, then they
1: just release, hey, we're really seeing a whole new 64 for all those collectors out there who want to want it. Right. It's got like forty plus games on it. Here you go, kids.
0: Yeah. What would you rather have? Would you rather have like that classic or would you rather just it be on the Nintendo Switch online?
1: Uh if it was online I'd be probably more likely to get it versus the right. classic.
0: It see, if the classic comes out dope. You know, I have the Super Nintendo classic. It's cool. I like it. If the 64 class came out, cool. But the problem is, especially with how much it's gotten worse over the last year, that thing would be scalped so damn quick. Yeah, oh, yeah, most Yeah, I mean, it would just be a pain in the ass to get. It's so 100%. I'd rather just be online. But, like, the problem with it being online is, like, you know, how many dope titles they're going to put on there because we've seen what they've done with NES and Super NES, you know. So, I mean, I imagine it will launch with – which, with this conversation, this also was a thought process on why – the super mario 3d all stars was a limited run of 1 year mm-hmm. uh, because with super mario 64 and maybe mario sunshine we just assumed that they would want to put it on a virtual space at some point which yeah. then the, three, the the physical 3d all stars kind of loses it loses its value in a way in a way um, so i mean I, the game would probably launch with like at least ocarina of time i don't know if it'd launch with majora's you know super mario 64 uh, mario kart 64 you know, but it's like, uh, you know, what else is gonna be on there? You know, Star Fox sixty four probably Kirby's Adventure. Yeah, the Kirby Crystal star, Crystal Shards, I think is what it was. Yoshi Story. Yo, I love Yoshi Story. Yoshi, Yoshi Story was good. Yoshi Story was so fantastic.
1: You uh, know, I was sort of a piece of shit kid, and I didn't understand platformers. So my entire goal was to kill all the Yoshis.
0: Oh, that's mean. <laughs> that's I the worst. I had no idea what I was doing. Did you? Did you also like go and unlock the black and white Yoshi?
1: Again, I had no idea what I was doing.
0: Okay, okay, that that was always one of my f- first things that I would do is just let's kind of grind through to unlock the black and white Yoshi and just say, "Oh, cool, unlockable colors. Let's play those now." <laughs> but I mean, it would it, it will be super super cool to see what they what they do with it. I mean, I I think it just makes too much sense just to go ahead and pay You know, create this higher subscription tier. It makes too much damn sense. They're gonna make money off of it. They know they are. So, I don't know. But it's Nintendo we're talking about. You know what makes
1: more sense, though? Making another Mario Land.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Make another Mario Land. Uh, Same thing with the Wario Land, right? I mean, maybe. Yeah. uh, When it comes to Wario games, you have your fandoms that love WarioWare. But then there's the Wario Land players that's just like, hey, can we please get another game? (laughs) No. Hey, shout out to Wario World, man. Wario World on the GameCube was honestly low-key really good and not a lot of people played that game. And, you know, the GameCube reaching its 20th anniversary, it makes you feel a little bit old, you know. Well, we're getting up there in age. Not, you know, kind of so-so. Uh, but, yeah, 20 years with the GameCube, man, it's 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 it's, it's kind of hard and kind of not to acknowledge, like, okay, yes, that is a retro console. <laughs> it's like, okay, we're at that point in life. I, like I mentioned earlier, I have more GameCube games than any other console currently. At one point in time, I had, like, I had more than I currently have. I mean, I had like almost 50 to 60-something GameCube games at one point in my life. I loved GameCube, man. how would you get rid of them, man? I was a kid. I don't know. Probably sold them at Hastings or something to get another game. I have have no idea. I mean, I kept a lot of the Imagine all that money you
1: threw away. I
0: know. Well, okay, debatable. Because it's not like they were like high-tier titles. All right? You know what I mean? It's like The Hobbit. (laughs) Like, for example, I don't think The Hobbit's running for a lot of money. I mean, I
1: still got my copy of Shrek (laughs) 2.
0: I mean, yeah, I I, I gave up a lot of games. I I, I didn't give up, like, any of the key titles, obviously. Like, I still have pretty much all of them. Uh, But, I mean, dude, shout out to the GameCube era, though. I mean, uh, it has, like, what, in my opinion, fuck you, Jared, the best Zelda game to ever come out with Twilight Princess. Uh, It's also just a great era for Zelda because it had, like, five different Zelda titles that basically came out on it because you had Wind Waker, phenomenal. Twilight Princess, the best. Fuck you, Jared. Uh, It had the Ocarina of Time with the Master Quest, which was the harder mode. Uh, It had the Four Swords Adventures, which is really fun. Fuck anyone who does not think so. And then it had the Collector's Disc that had the first two, uh, Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. So great era. Great era for Zelda on that one. Uh, Mario Sunshine. I still say is the best not I don't know if I'll call it the best but it's definitely my favorite and
1: here I spent most of my time playing Pokemon Coliseum not Coliseum but uh Gale yeah, yeah. no well, no it was the first one not Gale
0: okay I have both of those. Love those games, and then
1: also playing uh, Yu Gi Oh Forbidden Kingdoms.
0: <laughs> I have that. Love that too. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Coliseum. Man, I would love to get like you know those two brought up into a port. You know, yeah, oh, dude, that'd be so fun. I loved Coliseum and Gail Dark. Coliseum
1: was really weird though. The whole having to go friggin' bribe Celebi to oh, un- yeah. undark your Pokemon, right? So that they're actually useful, and then the whole concept of hey. I'm now stealing other trainers' Pokemon. Yeah,
0: it's like, give me your shit. <laughs> give me your shit, kid. Kick him in the nuts. Knock him over. Give and me then, your Pokemon. And I'm you the have, new Team Rocket. Then you
1: have that new, that female who's just like, oh, we're saving the Pokemon. Yeah, that's what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what we're doing.
0: <laughs> no, the Yu-Gi-Oh game was super fun, too. Uh, honestly... That era of Yu-Gi-Oh games was really cool, man, because you had the Falsebound Kingdom
1: mm-hmm. on
0: GameCube. You had the Duels of Roses yeah. on the PS2, and I cannot remember the Xbox One. What was that one called? Do you remember?
1: I do not remember. But I know that
0: one came with Winged Dragon of Raw. I remember that. So, as a kid, I was big hyped to get a god card in a game.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, I remember playing uh, Duelist Roses a lot, too. That was a great game. And then, freaking GameCube Metabots game. Did you ever play that? Yeah,
0: yeah. I had the Metabots game, dude. Um, you know, some kind of, like, random like random titles like Metabots. The Zatch Bell game. Zatch Bell Momoto Battles. That was actually a really fun game. Shout out to Zatch Bell. Hopefully, I unlocked a core memory for you. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh the, you know Double Dash is still one of my favorite Mario Karts, if not my favorite. I love the two-person dynamic. I mean Mario Kart uh, 8 Deluxe, it's cool cuz it's like, you know, you got some you got some cool guest characters like Link. Playing as Link is really nice. You get bikes, you know, the full wheelers and everything. Like that's cool. Yeah. But man, Double Dash having like the, the dynamic of having two mm-hmm. people plus, you know, those cars in that game was sick. I loved Waluigi's car. Dude, that thing was so cool. Uh Luigi's Mansion Obviously, yeah, great, great game there. And then Metroid. Let's talk about Metroid. Metroid Prime, Metroid Prime Two. I don't
1: want to. Well,
0: fuck you. I'm going to <laughs> uh, Metroid Prime Two. Really putting a new, you know, a whole new dynamic on, uh, you know, Metroid franchise. Still waiting for four. Obviously, they announced that game way too early. Yep. Uh, but Metroid Prime is still like held as like one of the best GameCube games ever. Um, one game that I never played. That I want to play so badly now because I'm into the franchise now is the Fire Emblem game. But dude, that that game is so hard to get a hold of.
1: I don't remember which Fire Emblem. That one was
0: it's either Path of Radiance or Radiant Dawn, because there was the one was a sequel on the Wii. I think it was Path of Radiance was the GameCube one. Where that was Ike's first game, and then Radiant Dawn, the sequel, was all was Ike's second game. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I would love to play that game now. Now that I'm, now that I am a fan of Fire and but man, I, that is like. Out of all the GameCube games that I still hunt for, that's the one where it's like I'll look it up every once in a while. I'm just like, yeah, there's no chance I'm gonna
1: be able to buy you anytime soon. <laughs> there's no chance. I mean what, is it like two hundred bucks?
0: Yeah, like two hundred, three hundred. Uh if you you know, and then like prices to like to just get the disc is like one fifty plus. It's just like, oh my god, guys, you're killing me. Uh, one of the most expensive GameCube games that I bought um, was Fantasy Star Online, episode one and two love that game man love that game that what it's really interesting uh, with for that game because the reason why that one's so expensive is because there that game also came out for the Xbox yep. but that the Xbox version is literally obsolete
1: yeah because like, it ran on servers
0: yeah like even, but and, and that's what killed it because even the offline story mode, ran on servers because yeah. I, I, you know, as I didn't own it yet. And I would just rent, you know, rent it from Hastings, whatever. And, you know, one day at Hastings, they were out of the GameCube version. Someone rent it. So I was like, whatever, I'll rent the Xbox version. Couldn't fucking play it because so I didn't have internet. I didn't have, I couldn't go online. I'm like, well, that's fucking stupid. I mean, man, that's dumb. Yeah. Uh, so once uh, Microsoft killed their servers, like the GameCube version just shot up in price. And I, I the one thing, one of my favorite things to show people because like, Fancy Star, like while it is a notable franchise, but it's not like towards the top. Not everyone knows about it per se. When it comes to that particular game and franchise, literally almost nobody knows about the abomination that is the keyboard GameCube controller. I love showing that the people there. There's like, oh yeah, yes. There's like, because I tell them about it, and they're like, "There's no way that was a thing. There's no way Nintendo made that." And I'll pull. It's a full fucking keyboard yeah. with GameCube with the GameCube controllers at the end. I want one so bad just for collective purposes because that was the only like online game for GameCube. You'd go some roundabout way to get it online, but either way. But uh, yeah, man, shout out to the GameCube, dude. Phenomenal era, dude. So many great games. Um, looking back on this last question, uh, with the, you know, for the GameCube here, what, what would be your favorite GameCube game looking back? Cause obviously mine's self, mine's straightforward. It's Twat Princess. I love Twat Princess. Like I'm all, about I'm all about it. What, what was your favorite GameCube game?
1: I'm honestly trying to think. I honestly cannot remember. Um, I mean the game I put the most time into was probably Melee.
0: Yeah. I, I was, I was just about to plug Melee cause I feel like I would be, I feel like I would be murdered. If I did not, if I was talking about GameCube and did not mention Melee. But yeah, yeah. I probably put the most time into Melee.
1: Yeah, because I think overall I logged like almost a good 200 hours into Melee. Yeah. Never unlocked Mewtwo because I never played 20 straight, but I've logged in a lot of times.
0: Uh, that was also a very good era for Sonic games, too. Because, uh, you know. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. There was a lot of Sonic Adventures and Sonic Heroes. Yeah, I have f- I have
0: almost every game that came out in the GameCube. Then Sonic, Sonic Wave
1: Riders. Well, for whatever reason why we got that. Yeah,
0: because um, that was the Sonic Adventure 1 and 2 ports mm-hmm. that came up. And then you had Sonic Heroes, of course. The Sonic Mega Collection, which had a lot of the old games. Sonic Gems Collection, which had more of the old games that wasn't in the Meg Collection. And then Sonic Riders. Uh, which Sonic Riders is actually fun. I, lo- I, I like those characters, Jet, Wave, and Storm. You know, I, I, like the, I like those games. I'm, I'm just a Sonic fan. But I, you know, with that said, I, I don't have a lot of hope for Sonic... Rangers, that's what it was.
1: I mean, everyone's been re- enjoying the remake of, or colors that just released. <laughs> yeah, they're
0: enjoying it all right, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that that's apparently like held as like a really good Sonic 3D Sonic game, one of the last good ones they made. So for this port to come out with like seizure-style yeah, things yeah. happening on the Switch, that doesn't put the game in a good light, and it makes me very worried for Rangers next year. Jesus Christ, dude. Okay, let's let's hit our final topic of the day. So this one is uh this one's <laughs> like, how does this happen? You know what I mean? Like how, how does how, how does this happen, dude? Cuz from what I read, it wasn't even that hard to get into. So in my opinion, I mean, people can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like this is potentially the biggest gaming leak in history in gaming history. I could be wrong. There might be something I'm forgetting, but because this because this leak covers so many titles that are unannounced. Now, granted, they're not all for sure to come out, but still, yeah. I still I think that alone makes this credible for like the biggest gaming leak in history. Um, so, Nvidia, the d- uh, database for Nvidia was recently uh, hacked into very easily, mind you. Apparently, all you have to do is like unlock your GeForce. Now is all you had to do and they got into the database. Like, that seems stupidly easy. So, of course, with, you know, the remote remote work that we've had over the past year and a half now going on two years, a lot of developers working from home, they're using, like, NVIDIA servers to work on games, test different things. Because one example is in this database you'll find, I think it's, New Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Galaxy, one of the two, because they're on NVIDIA Cloud over in China. So, I mean, that's just how it is. You know, everyone's doing stuff on the cloud now to work on their games. So, when hacking into this database, you there were so many unannounced titles as well as unannounced titles for PC, potentially. And it's just like, dude, this list is astonishing. So, let's, let's kind of run through some of the stuff that was announced. And mind you, the stuff I'm about to call out, Yo, it doesn't even scratch the fucking surface of what was on this list. So, some first things that was on, that I want to shout out is some PC ports that are apparently on the way, potentially uh, of God of War, Returnal, Ghost of and Demon Souls. These are all things that we would expect, especially God of War. I would say God of War is probably the one that's coming after the Nathan Drake one, the Nathan Drake Uncharted Collection. More than we, than we we know that's coming. Like P- Sony's already confirmed that's coming to Steam, so God of War is probably going to be next because you know that's coming we've had before of where like hey is sony gonna really make maybe make their own clients on pc and build their own fan you know base on pc as well i will say there was no mention of spider-man or bloodborne two other kind of popular sony titles uh but then other things that was on there uh the gta trilogy remasters uh three vice city and san andreas all all mentioned of course bioshock 2022 that's that's interesting that is very interesting. To what, what 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 could be what they could be working on over there? Uh, a code name of "Fight for Middle Earth," which obviously just being a new Lord of the Rings game. Hopefully, hopefully this is not just, um, hopefully this is not just like some random like one off game reboot. Hopefully, this is actual like third game to the two that we had.
1: You know, "Fight for Middle Earth" just makes me think of the was a Middle Earth uh, battle for Middle Earth. Do you remember that? It was a third person over the shoulder. Action team fighter,
0: mm, maybe not that. The only ones that I, uh, the only ones that I, I immediately think or was of was it
1: called Conquest. It might have been called Conquest. It might
0: have been called that because like the 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 only Middle Earth games that immediately come to my head was the last two that we had, where it's like the Shadows of Mordor, or whatever, and the Ghost of Mordor. I think whatever it was.
1: I mean, I'd be happy for third game of that series, but Fight from Middle Earth just makes me think of the uh, team-based fighter. It was more or less like a. Uh, Team Fortress 2, Lord of the Rings, is what it was. It was when like,
0: when did that come out? It was on the like 360,
1: maybe? 360 PS3 area. I'm I'm pretty sure it was either called uh, Battle for Middle Earth or Middle Earth Conquest.
0: Okay, I know in that era you also had War for the North, which was apparently a phenomenal game. It was very fun. Yeah, that's one that I never played, but uh, I've heard from like Andy and Nick that that game is just absolutely just incredible uh going you know hopping down from there going to the rest of the list half-life 2 remastered which that would be very interesting obviously fans have clamored for half-life 3 like forever and we had half-life alex i feel like at this point i feel like they're afraid to make half-life 3 because the expectations on it you know valve
1: just can't count to three as everyone is designated so (laughs)
0: that's that's fair that's fair uh titan quest 2 payday 3 kingdom hearts 4 that's an unannounced one there. Monster Hunter 6, Street Fighter 6, uh, Judgment, with, you know, they'll have mouse and keyboard support. City Skylines 2, uh, Tomb Raider Anniversary, Tomb Raider 25th, Gear 6, another one there. Tekken 8, Titanfall 3, okay, shot to that. Uh, Destroy All Humans 3, Crisis 4, are we about to, is Crisis 4 about to have a, a crisis incident?
1: <laughs> I doubt it. They've sort of fixed their shit since Crisis One, so right, so we're not going to have
0: a, another Cyberpunk soon. Okay, good to know. Uh, Resident Evil Four remake, you know, you know, hopping over there. We we've kind of known about that one for a while. Final Fantasy Seven uh, remake for PC. Final Fantasy Nine remake. That and keyword this it did specify remake. So I was like, ooh, that's that's a potentially a big one there.
1: I'm all, I'm sort of curious why nine. I mean, I always knew seven was big. I didn't realize nine was as big as it was. With its weird cast of people.
0: What's the one behind you? Is that 10? Yes. Okay, never mind. I didn't know if that was 9 or not. I couldn't remember. Nope. Uh, I'm not a Final Fantasy guy, so I couldn't remember. I just knew that that display was uh, was uh, was uh, one of them. Uh, Chrono, Cry- uh, Chrono Cross Remaster, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Tensai 5, and uh, Catherine Full Body for PC. No Persona 5 mentioned, though. That's one that is currently still only on uh, PlayStation 4 at this time. Um, Bioshock RTX Remaster. Uh, Mirror's Edge RTX Remaster, Batman Arkham Knight RTX Remaster, uh, and there was a couple games that was listed that has been confirmed since this leak. Like, this leak only happened this week, and since that then, there has been a couple games announced, like Outcast 2, Destroy All Humans 2 Remake, both of those being at the THQ Nordic 10th anniversary event that took place this week, and Brothers in Arms, which I know for Destroy All Humans 2 Remake, that was one that you were actually kind of excited for. Yes,
1: because Destroy All Humans was a very good I love it. series. And I so, love it. Until, I forget which one, I think it was the third one which sort of killed the series, everyone sort of fell off, and then the game just disappeared till last year.
0: Well, maybe with the uh, the second one, the, with the remake. Keyword remake, not remaster, remake. They're trying to maybe kind of bring some life back into it. But like like I said, though, when it comes to this list, this does not even scratch the surface of what all was on here. Like, I've only picked out some uh, what I consider key titles. Yeah. I mean, there was so much more. Uh, uh, there, like, I know there were – I, I want to say there was no mention of Halo 5 or it was like Halo 5 was on there. Because, you know, as, as of now, all like the other – four Halos in Reach are on PC currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember which one it was, but I do know, like Microsoft came out and said, don't expect Halo 5 on PC anytime soon. Uh, NVIDIA also did come out and say that this list is real. They did confirm, yes, that is a real list. That is our database, but they did say that the games are speculative at this point, which is fair because, I mean, this, you know in this database, they also had some older listings, for example. Does anyone remember the what was supposed to be the next big AAA title, Scalebound, that got canceled? That was on here. Uh, so, I mean, this it, it does, I mean, this is very speculative, I and mean, we don't know what's all going to come out of this. You know, that could some of this could be them just like testing to see if this is a game that they want to do, you know, whatever. Uh, there, I, I feel like we could probably handpick some in here and say, yeah, that's coming out. Like Kingdom Hearts 4, let's be real, that's coming out. We know that's going to happen, is it? That's yeah. I mean, come on, it's gonna happen. People need their their Disney cringe of Kingdom Hearts. I was about to
1: say Kingdom Hearts Three was pretty cringy. I don't know. Some Ooh, people fell off from it.
0: Yeah, I, know. I mean, it, some people embrace that cringe. I am not one. <laughs> uh, Gear Six. That's one that we can go ahead and expect to happen. Um, w- uh, now, this is more your this is more your domain here. Tekken Eight, Street Fighter Six. I'm assuming those would for sure. I would safely assume those would happen. I would assume those are being worked on.
1: Um, Tekken 8, possibly, because it's been a couple years since Tekken 7, and it's no longer getting any kind of content update, just live service updates. Uh, Street Fighter, I don't know. Maybe. I don't stick up with Street Fighter. I know the scene's still pretty, uh, consistent in it, so maybe. <laughs> Bless you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, besides that, yeah, no. Uh, Tekken could use it. Street Fighter, I mean, it wouldn't be out of the realm of seeing a new one, but I know it seems still pretty strong.
0: Right. Now, you're a big, you know, Apex Legends player. Do you think that uh, that Respawn would also go ahead and do, like, a Titanfall 3? Because we, we know Apex is within the Titanfall universe. They've already confirmed that. You know, Titanfall... One great game, Titanfall 2, fun game. Titanfall 2, while it still has a very tiny community, it's still there. I mean, if I hopped on, I think I have it for PS4. I'll only have, like, I think it will have, like, probably a like 1,000 players on there. I mean, yeah. it's it's small. Titanfall 2 also, what I've heard recently, is pretty much unplayable. The game has been hacked top to bottom, where it is completely un- unplayable and dangerous, mind you. Like, you know, because like, the hacking is so bad, it could, like, get... Like, fuck up your console or get your private information and stuff. Because apparently Respawn doesn't fuck with it anymore, and that's the problem. Where, like, the hackers are are running rampant because Respawn doesn't touch the game anymore. So once I heard that, like, you know, I was just like, okay, well, that possibly kills any chance for Titanfall 3. So seeing Titanfall 3 on here... It just makes me think that they were just looking at it. I don't I don't know. I just feel like Respawn right now they're enjoying they, they're enjoying their money basket of Apex.
1: I mean, I feel like that was because as you said, this has a lot of older games on there that are no longer are out of commission now and no we're longer being developed. Bound. Um and actually in some Apex interviews, Apex actually mentioned that uh Apex was initially the starting point was a possible time for Fall Three, which fell into a different line and became Apex. So that could be data from back when they were testing yeah. stuff and looking at whether they were going to go Titanfall 3 or what ended up eventually becoming Apex. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of that stuff was there. So, I mean, as you said, right now, currently with Respawn and EA's just current, uh, focus on stuff. I don't see Titanfall 3 being an actual thing and think it's might possibly actually be from just, uh, the past when they were playing with stuff. Yeah. And building, a apex and stuff like that
0: see while i I loved the first two titan falls i'm very much on that on that boat with you i feel like seeing titanfall 3 is just them it was them testing around seeing what they wanted to do you know i i just feel like like what you just said i feel like they're pretty satisfied with what they're going on right now with uh you know um apex and plus uh respawn is the one that's also doing the star wars games yes okay that's what i thought Um, But, I mean, this is a very interesting list. Like I said, a lot of games that are just unconfirmed at this time, unannounced, and big titles, you know, Kingdom Hearts, you know, Tekken, Street Fighter, Gears, uh, Titanfall crisis, you know, the resident evil, final, final fantasy, of course, that, that right, that nine remake caught some eyes. So, I mean, like, dude, this is like the biggest gaming leak in history. In my opinion, there was also the code name for like the next call of duty called code Cortez. I believe it was, which that's the one that, uh, infinity award is doing. Cause they swap off every year. Yeah. And from what I understand, it's supposed to be a sequel to the 2019 modern warfare to my understanding. So, I mean, it's whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm so far past COD.
1: I mean, the only thing from this list, at least you have here, that I need more about is Payday 3, since we know that's an actual thing.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I know you're a Payday guy, so. Um, no, I mean, dude, super, super interesting list. I mean, what about, uh, you know, what, what are your thoughts on uh, potentially getting a Bioshock next year? You're a big Bioshock. guy. shout out to the display behind you. There's only three Bioshocks, right? Yeah, there's okay. only three
1: Bioshocks. I mean, I would be completely hyped with a new Bioshock. I mean, I had fun with Bioshock Infinite, but it was sort of it was sort of in a lackluster point compared to 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. I mean, overall it was fun, but the overall story sort of lost a lot of people, especially with the whole end multiverse thing, which got really weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, I mean, I wouldn't be against a new Bioshock. I would be curious where they would go with it, seeing as they went from the sea to the sky and whether... They'll go somewhere else, or they'll try and recreate a new city under the ocean.
0: I still think it's funny, your story, for how you almost did not play Bioshock initially. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Hey, man, fear fucked me up.
0: Yeah, so the story was you just finished playing Fear, and you tried Bioshock because it was, like, you know, cheap or free or something, right?
1: Well, no, what it was was I had been playing, because this was back when I... When Gamefly was a thing. Okay, is is right. Gamefly still a thing? Yeah, it is.
0: It is. Okay. Shout out to Gamefly. They're standing the test of time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I had Gamefly back then, and I had gotten uh, Fear from him. So I had been playing Fear for, like, the last couple of weeks. Right. And uh, I finally sent him back, and they sent me Bioshock, which was still fairly new. I think it was still, the f- like, the first month of Bioshock being out. Uh-huh. And um, – the initial scene of Bioshock is the whole plane crash, everything. You swim in the water and go to the tower, and uh, you walk in the tower, and it's just pitch black in there. You open the door, it's just pitch black, and you see a single light, and just because I've been playing Fear so much, I went, fuck that! <laughs> turned, <laughs> off my, turned off my console and went and did something else for the rest of that evening. Then I came back like a couple days later and went, I, I guess I could see what happens, and then it just goes through this whole thing. I was like, oh, that wasn't nearly that wasn't as bad. bad what I was expecting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that reaction of, okay, nope, fuck that. Turn yeah. off the console. I'm done. No, thank you. Oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Uh, well, I mean, I, I, w- I want to also double down on this uh, with you know the, the PlayStation-only games that we have on there. I'm going to go ahead and double down on it. I truly and honestly believe we're gearing up for a Sony client. I really do, man. I mean, if they're they're bringing some big titles like you know God of War, Ghost of Shima, Returnals becoming a bigger mm-hmm. one, Demon Souls, of course, man. I'm telling you, go ahead and put money on it. At some point, may it might be next year or something. I think we're getting. I think we're gearing up for that Sony client that we've talked about. It, it makes too much sense from Sony's perspective. You know what I mean to have their own client where yeah. it all just goes to theirs. So they don't have to split any profits with Steam. Um, so, I am I'm, I'm I gear up for it. It's I mean, happening. I wouldn't
1: be surprised because Sony's been slowly these past couple of years just being more open and allowing their titles to go over to other things. So, yeah. them expanding over to PC and having their own uh, client and whatnot would not be surprising at all. And would stick in Sony's wheelhouse of, yes, we will share now, but it's still ours.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. Well, uh, I think that does it for the show. We hit everything that we wanted to hit for our talking points here today. Uh, Zach, do you have any last thoughts on anything that we talked about? Any, you know, last GameCube shout-outs? Any NVIDIA thoughts? Anyth- you know, dev- any more Deathloop thoughts you want to throw out here before we get out of here?
1: I mean, I think the funniest thing is NVIDIA th- going, um, just someone was able to get to the database just by yeah, cracking yeah. their NVIDIA. And I'm pretty sure NVIDIA went... Well, no one's gonna crack it. They're buying it to play games. Why the heck would they crack it? They're just gonna play games. And just that one bored bastard going,
0: hmm, let's unlock this. I bet I
1: could crack this. I wonder what how well this would run if I cracked it.
0: <laughs> and then the biggest database in gaming history. All sorted by the publisher and everything, man. It's the
1: Faf again and all over again. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean and also one last tidbit on that. Like there was a lot of other listings that are just like untitled, um, insert publisher name yeah. like i know I, there was one for respawn It said untitled respawn game so like i said if you guys get a chance go look at this list you can find it on reddit you know you just go on twitter look it up look up the video leak whatever go on reddit and find it you can find the list for yourself i mean it's it's massive it's huge yeah but yeah any any other thoughts on anything that we talked about here today
1: i mean i got no other thoughts for the episode um i do just want to say like comment subscribe rate whatever your platform allows if you are watching this on youtube you can hit the subscribe button it would greatly help us and if you actually like what's going on and hearing us talk about whatever it is this week depending on what cast it is you know what we want to do yeah <laughs> um you can hit the bell it'll notify you anytime a video goes up or a clip goes up and you can do that at youtube.com slash sparky3 thank you
0: yeah, and, and what, that is one little neat thing that we're going to start doing more is we're going to start just throwing in more just kind of bullshit content of whatever we want to talk about, so look forward to that. But um, what was your thoughts on the NVIDIA leak? I mean, like I said, one of the biggest gaming leaks in history, if not the biggest. There, was there any titles on there that caught your eye? You know, are you kind of in the same boat with us where you just think Titanfall 3, for example, it's just an older listing? How many of these are actually going to happen? Uh, what was your favorite GameCube game? Shout out to 20 years to the GameCube. Up until the Switch- come out GameCube was always my favorite console yep. uh, the only reason the Switch might be now is because the Switch is an awesome catalog so far and the catalog's going to keep growing I'm all about the games more than anything but you know, what was your favorite GameCube game uh, what's your thoughts on Deathloop would you consider it maybe a game of the year contender I've seen some people clamoring about yep. that already You know, so just let us know your thoughts down in the comments below. You know, like he said, youtube.com forward slash sparking through. Let's keep growing the channel. We would definitely greatly appreciate that. Like, comment, wherever you are. And then, of course, be a friend, tell a friend. Uh, With that said, until next time, guys, hopefully you guys have a phenomenal day. Make sure to check out this episode next week as well. Later.
1: Bye.